The Unintentional Porn Star, Season 3, Bigger Than Me. Here we go. Hey, so just a warning. Also, right now I have a cold recording this, so give you okay, yay. But um, just a warning that this episode may have some very triggering um, events and situations talked about. We are talking about um, sexual violations, and it is an extremely emotional episode. Um, I hope that you hold space for this episode. I hope you hold space for yourself listening to this episode. We did this episode as an example of what a session will be like with Geneve. Um, So feel free to listen into the dynamic between the two of us. And also, of course, with the content that is within this. Um, Not all sessions have to be so deep or intense, but this one was. And so, yeah. Okay. Just so you know, I have worked through this extensively with Geneve at Empowered Living. The ad will follow. If you have been through something similar or something that is extremely hard to deal with, please, please reach out to Empowered Living. This episode is brought to you by Empowered Living. They are a holistic hub for all your self-development needs. Their vision is to help you understand the mind and body connection and how it's impacting your reality. Empowered Living, holistic life coaching and counseling. Visit empoweredlivingtoday.ca. Yeah, so whenever you're ready, we can get started. Okay. I also want to say thank you for always holding space for me. So I thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Would you like to start with a few deep breaths together to kind of set the space? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So just getting comfortable with where you're sitting, maybe placing your hands on your lap, closing your eyes. Taking a nice deep breath in. And exhaling. Letting go. Deep inhale in. Settling and calming the body. Exhale. Very nice. Deep breath in. And release. How are you feeling? Present, more present. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me a little bit about what's going on for you and and how things have been between our time together. Um, Well, lately, um, you start off with like what's right here for me Mm -hmm. is I went through a violation sexually just this last weekend. And, um, it's really like sitting in my body. It's very upsetting and it's bringing up all of, you know, the past traumas of violation. Like, it's just like, I feel like what it's doing is like highlighting every violation that I have felt in my life. And also I was able to talk to a friend yesterday, but as, um, as like a sexual person, as a person who's having sex, it's like, I 
seem to be taking on some of the responsibility of violation where I don't want to do that because violation is not like, you know, violation, it's the proper way to say this, like not like happens to you, but like it's done to you. I'm not sure. And yeah, it's just, this is like, it's a really big thing that, um, yeah, I can see that there's the emotion in your, in your face right now. And I'm, I'm curious, where are you feeling, um, the emotion in your body? Mm. My stomach and my throat, like I can barely like talk or breathe. Yeah. And I'm like swallowing. Yeah. What does it feel um, in your, in your stomach? Hmm. What does it feel like in your stomach? It's like burning and like churn. It's like burning and like, yeah, turning or something. Like it's moving and it's angry. It's angry. angry. Yeah. Is it, does it have a bit of like an acidic feeling to it or? Like an earthy, it's very earthy. Like it's like, it's like, so I got really upset with the, man and for many other reasons than just the violation and it was like I didn't react as as like intensely as I maybe could have in the past which I'm proud of for myself but I still was I was angry yeah and it felt everything about my stomach and like the way I responded to him which was actually quite aware that was definitely heightened but it was like, it was this earthy rage of like, like, it's like, whoosh, like it came up through me being like, this is not okay. And like acknowledging that in not, well, even in the moment. And then, you know, later on acknowledging that, like, what happened is not okay. I felt completely unsafe. And like mm-hmm. the reaction back then wasn't great. So then it got me heightened. And I just like, I was like, I'm, and I was projecting on him, but it's still, he was also there present doing these things is like, I was like, I'm so sick of men. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of it. Anytime stuff like this happens, it's on me, the woman to have to deal with contraception or things that happen. And like, I told you I wanted a condom and like all these things. And, um, so yeah, basically he, we had sex the first time with the condom. It was great. And then he just basically had sex with me the second time without it. And I was like freaking out while it was happening. Being like, I'm not, like we had all these conversations and like, oh, anyways, I don't even know. I'm so. There's a lot going on. Yeah. 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 And a lot of anger is, is stirring and, and nothing within you. And, and if we're to come back to the body for a moment, where, where are you feeling that emotion right now? I know you mentioned your throat before. When I'm speaking about this, like with like that, it's the stomach. Yeah. 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 So it's in your stomach right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me what's going on for you. I just feel like I'm like speaking to a friend of mine, like one night and I didn't realize the depth of what happened and she started bawling when I was telling her what was happening what happened and then I was like oh shit this is so crazy so we went for a walk and the biggest thing that came out for me when we were walking was like I started to sob and like yell and being like I I just want like I don't want to hate men I don't want to hate men like like it just keeps happening over and over again that these men just like don't show up and it's like I know that's a part of my cycle in a sense of like I have learnings to do but it's also like no, this isn't just on me. There are two parties involved. And like, I'm really 
trying to consciously move through these things and find my self-conscious men, whether it's for one night or whether it's for the rest of my life, like I'm looking for a partner and I don't have that yet. So it's like, you know, I'm still trying to navigate how to move into partnership and, and like, and also still enjoy who I am and the things that I love as a sexual being. And, and, and it just seems that especially in the last little bit, especially with where I am in the city, I'm finding a lot of very, like a lot of things that just don't sit right where I, I kick people out the next, the, like right after I'd be like, this actually what happened or what you just said, isn't okay. And I'm not feeling safe. Like, I'm sorry, but you have to go like, and it's just been happening a lot. And I'm just sitting here with all of these triggers from my past coming up being like, I don't trust men. And I, I sometimes hate men and I don't want to, I, I like, I hate men, but I don't want to hate them. Like, I don't hate them, but like, it's like, I hate that it keeps coming to me where I'm feeling the violation and the toxicity is super thick where I'm like, can we not talk about this and find healthy ground so that this, this can be safe, fun and sexual. Like I used to, where I, when I was in Toronto, I used to, for like 10 years, had amazing consensual safe sex and with multiple people. Mm -hmm. And it was, it's just, it's wild to me that in this last little bit, and especially doing the work and shifting my needs for like partnership, like it's like, it's really messy and it's frustrating me. And it's bringing up like past things with men that where there's been tons of violations, you know, I feel like I just contradicted myself, by the way, there have been some beautiful men sensually, absolutely sexually, but it's like, I'm talking about the violated part, the right. like the parts that hurt, the parts that absolutely. aren't safe, the parts that, um, and, and, and that this particular instance over the last weekend has ignited the other violations that from your past is yeah. what I'm hearing. And I'm also hearing that there is this lack of um, being able to find conscious people on your on the same conscious level that you feel that you feel you are uh, being able to find that within intimate partners or um I know prior to, we've also explored friendships in, in the current city that you're living in. And, and it's, it's the other thing that comes up for me within that is this, um, the, the recognition of it's, it's my fault or, or, um, the feeling that you're experiencing needing to take full responsibility in in this instance right and be the one that has to deal with contraceptives and be the one that has to open that conversation and always be responsible for this and and um if it happened i allowed it or or whatever the narrative ends up being right and so yeah i don't know if you wanted to explore just a little bit more about um about that about no you know what this isn't all my fault this isn't my full responsibility comes up. Yeah. I, I would love to, because <clears throat> the thing that's going through my mind is that when the second time, when he basically like shoved himself inside me and we were having sex, it was like, it really did take me some time and it's very confusing. And I kind of want to talk about this on a, on a level of like, um, I have a lot of friends that say, you know, they had sex with someone, but the, after they were like, wait, there was so much wrong with that experience. And so like, I feel like, like, Oh, it's so much emotion coming through me, but I feel like, you know, when that happened, it's like so much goes through your mind and like, it takes time. And I remember when he did that, like, I remember being like, I told you I'm not on the pill. Like, and I said like five or six things to be like, get out of me. Like, and it, 
And then, and then he said, he said after he's like, well, you enjoyed it. And it's like, I think it's sex. Like, and I'm so, it doesn't mean it's okay either. Like I told him the second time I was like, I, I told him the first time, like I have very, very safe conversations. Like I'm not on the pill. Yeah. Um, I don't know your sexual history. We're needing to use a condom. Yeah. And like, these are my parameters. And he listened the first time, but then it's like the second time when he was still like, when we were still having sex, I was like, I'm ovulating today. And he pushes me off and says, don't fucking tell me that. And I'm like, Whoa. I was like, that's not my fault. Like, mm. like, Oh, yeah. and so the fact that he said like, you enjoyed it is like, like what you're like no like I'm sitting here like no but I can see from his perception because it took me a long time and I think this happens it's like from what I'm gathering from some of my friends is like after the experience you're like none of that was okay you know and it's like it takes time thing when things are so confusing when so much is happening at once it's like I froze I completely froze and was trying to speak what was going on and try to like that saying like, this isn't okay. Like I said to you, like, it was like, literally I said to you as a condom, I'm ovulating. Like it was all these things that I was just like, ah, like stop. And it's just in the the moment I can imagine. Yeah. And then, so part of me feels like I'm responsible for this. And then I'm like, wait, it's so confusing. Like I'm still confused to be honest. Yeah. I can see that it's, it's overwhelming. There's a lot of emotion. I can see that there's deep sadness And also that there is this deep cut in your boundaries that they've, it's been so like this. No, I just don't like it. Like, no, I don't like these violations, even like emotionally from men right now. Like like the toxicity of either this area or the world or whatever it is. It's just like, even from outside, even like friends, it's like, it's just so toxic and I just it's it's I'm sad for people for all of us like you know I'm not perfect but I'm sad for all of us and that there's so much toxicity and everyone's just hurting and and feeling like so hurt and sad that and it's like if they're not dealing it with themselves they project it on other people I'm again I'm human I'm sure I do it too but I like you know I was saying earlier to you that like I I want to face these things I want to talk through them like I tried to talk to that guy the next day And I wanted to like have a conversation be like, here's how I felt unsafe. Like, you know, I want to hear your side too. And like, I keep wanting to enter into conversations with people to be like, Hey, what happened? You know, like, what could I have done better? What, what, here's how I felt. This is what I would need if, you know, and it's like, I'm just finding a lot of people aren't able to have these conversations and like these truths. And it's like, I just feel like violated in many ways and also like completely misunderstood and like and like and then like villainized almost and mm-hmm. and and right okay uh, because you want to step into the vulnerable conversation there is almost this uh sense that you're the bad guy or the villain or okay yeah and and, and is that a feeling you're getting so is that an assumption that people are thinking that of you or is that something someone has expressed to you I think it's it's definitely an assumption based off of what I've been shown or given um and it is an assumption absolutely it's just I'm I'm I think I'm like 
in quite a protective space of myself right now. And like, I recognize that. So I'm going to be a little bit more protective and protectiveness can show up in like many ways. And I'm also aware that I'm in protection mode. So I'm trying not to like project that on other people and, you know, try to be malleable with it, but that's at the same time caring for what I need. And it's like, when you feel misunderstood and when you feel as though you're unable to have the vulnerable conversations that you need to be able to navigate in a way that works for you. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I feel like, I feel like like I don't matter sometimes. Like, I just feel like my side doesn't matter because I don't know if it's because I have like a pretty old, strong personality. I don't know what it is. And I feel like I'm blaming myself by saying these things about myself, but it's like, I, I just don't, people seem to assume or, or I feel like they assume or they like give me sort of the energy that I'm fine because I am who I am or something. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times and in, in the last little bit, I've been leaving things being like, oh, I just feel like I just, I don't matter in that, in this situation, or they haven't heard anything that I need or, mm-hmm. and so. <clears throat> What's going on for you there in your voice? I heard, I heard yeah. for you to speak there for a moment. I feel bad saying it. I don't even know. I lost my train of thought. That just came out. Yeah, that you that you don't matter. You don't matter in this situation. Your side doesn't matter. Uh, you feel unheard. Yeah. Has this shown up for you in your life before? Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like an oddball. And this is something that's come up for you before. It's it's deep. I can see it. Yeah. I'm just the narrative, like, and this doesn't happen all the time. Like when I have my my peoples around me all the time, this stuff doesn't come up. But currently where I am and triggered from past. I'm too much. I'm too emotional. Um, I'm fine. I'll be okay. Cause you get through anything. Um, like, it's like this sense of like this, like I'm too, I'm, I'm this, I'm too big. I'm too this, I'm too that. So then I'll be fine because, and it's just like all these assumptions that get put around me being too much. And then I don't even know where I'm going with this, but like this, this too muchness doesn't, I'm just so, I'm just like, if I'm honest, I'm sick and tired of this. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not, because I've been in, in scenarios and, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and I'm feeling embarrassed right now for some reason. Oh, it's okay. Take a deep breath. <sighs> There's a snake there. Mm. I just, right now, I feel like I just, I just need to be held by like, and like, I'm so grateful, like even like speaking with you and like my friends, like. I know who I can reach out to now and I'm so grateful for that. And I'm excited for it to show up more. Yeah. The more that I like focus on the people that love me, that can call me out on my shit, that I can call out on their shit and like unconditional like love. Like that's where I just want to focus. And and yet still it's like, how do you move through? How do you move through all the stuff that happens? Like it's yeah. right here. How do you move through all these things when your, your, your outside doesn't necessarily match 
fully yet and like will it oh god I'm so lost I'm so lost right now I'm so lost (laughs) so I'm like losing it I'm like I don't know where I am right now (laughs) okay that's that's okay and and it makes sense to me that you don't know where you are right now and that things are confusing and overwhelming because there's a lot going on for you in this moment there's a lot going on not only from the last weekend and the violation that you went through but that now has also brought up all your violations from the past and all those deep core beliefs that you feel about yourself i'm too much i don't matter i'm i'll be fine and, and just because I've been self-resilient in the past, I'll be fine. And, and yeah, and it's, I can see that it's, it's really deep and it's really present for you. These, these, this mindset. Yeah. It's like, because I'm self-resilient, I feel like I'm not able to be held. And I know that I need to be better at asking for it. And I have been working on that. And I do have that with certain people, like where I've exercised my voice of like, Hey, like I'm really feeling that I need to be held right now and they will be, they will hold me. And so it's like, I'm so grateful that I have these people, but in, in, in the, in the, the majority of things that happen is the self-resiliency almost gets like used, not used against me, but like used as a method of like, well, you're fine, you know? And like, and so it's, it's uh, I'm, I'm hearing that feeds into that belief of I'm not being understood, I'm not being heard, mm-hmm. and, and I am not being validated or held in my experience. I'm being brushed off, and I'm just going to always be okay because I always have been, and that's just how everyone, yes. Whoa, this is bringing up career stuff for me with mm-hmm. the unintentional porn star oh shoot, this is going to be tough to hold on to this thought, but like I've lost all of my gigs. No joke. Every single gig that I had pre COVID. Um, and also there was also tension happening with the unintentional porn star and me speaking up about my truth and speaking in about positively about like this and sex and and bringing up truth and issues, whatever. So now I feel like as I'm lose, as I've lost all those gigs, mm-hmm. that it's kind of the same sort of like everyone has this perception that I'm totally fine, that I make lots of money. And like, this is what gets told to me. And like the things that come to me, I'm like, oh, uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think because of that strength in my voice, because I speak so confidently I don't know what I don't know what people's perceptions is but for me I, I want to stand in my power I want to grow I want to help right. people and the I, and I really wanna, realness yes yeah. and like that is the power of this and the power that feels true to me and then so because of that it's like nobody touches me and 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 so nobody thinks I like need help and I'm then I'm fucking crumbling so like yeah. I'm like not necessarily crumbling right now, but kind of in some ways I'm absolutely crumbling. Like, and, and, and it just feels like this. Yeah, this is new. This thing is new. I don't know if it's new for you, but this is new for me. It's like the self resiliency that I feel and that I'm going to continue to work to do and continue to ask for help and continue to like find that like balance with people and people I love and outs and strangers is like, it, it really does feel like it, <laughs> Like I'm left in the dust being like, hello, like there's actually some issues here that um, need to be dealt with. And absolutely. There's almost this sense that being fully self self self-resilient is something that is highly, um, 
praised and and seen as uh, something that reveals strength. And Mm -hmm. there is this other side of this self-resilience that I think is uh, misunderstood in the sense that it's isolating and, and it can really... It, it can be really hard on a human being to always have to be self-resilient. Yeah. And like, we're human. I'm a human. Like, oh my gosh, do humans need help all the time? Yeah. All the time. Everyone yeah. in their own way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to check in to see how you're feeling. We have just a few minutes left here in our session. And I just wanted to see how you're feeling in this moment and, and check in to see maybe some points that you're taking away from, from the session today. I think if I'm being fully, fully honest, I'm taking away that I'm, I'm a bit angry, I think right now. Mm -hmm. And I would love to work through that in another session. Um, I do feel that a lot of clarity has come up in terms of like um, the core beliefs that, you know, that you talk about that I've heard or believe deep or like maybe do or don't believe in my myself. Like I, I feel like I have a lot of clarity on what's happening, like, right. and what has been happening and why I feel so like baffled about what's happening. But it's like, it really cleared that, that up. And I'm excited to step into that. more and to release some of that anger I can imagine yeah Yeah. and um and also just thank you for holding space for me and holding me as always and um it also helped too about like I it's it's funny that we'll potentially be posting this but at the same time it's like I didn't feel comfortable saying fully what happened in the violation sexually and so there was there's a lot more um, I just, I feel so heard is what I feel right now. So thank you. Absolutely. And to recognize that this isn't all within your responsibility or your fault by any means, and that you experienced a violation over the weekend and it's really upsetting. And also just that even just for, in general, it's, it's just nice to know that things don't need to be solved right now and that they can be continued and, you know, just sitting with where things are. Yeah, exactly. So it just feels nice. (laughs) I just really appreciate your openness, your honesty, your vulnerability and sharing your story with the world, because I know that you are helping a lot of people and, and also in turn, I hope helping yourself too. And yeah, I always appreciate everything that you put out there and this included for sure. Mm. I just want to thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. For more information and to sign up for email updates, please visit my website, RebeccaReinhardt.com. That is R-E-B-E-C-C-A-R-E-I-N-H-A-R-T.com. And you can also visit me on Instagram. I like to talk to people there. It's at Rebecca Reinhardt, same spelling. And with all of that, we'll see you soon.